When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I did a Make-A-Wish thing. Okay. Uh, I, went, I went down to... You mean this podcast has gotten so popular that you're already <laughs> fulfilling wishes for yeah, children yeah. with terminal I, illnesses? I wish to meet Brandon Cruz of apathetic enthusiasm. And like, you could have any other wish. There are so many more important things. <laughs> like, like, we give out Disneyland trips <laughs> twice a day. Hey everybody, I'm Travis. Hey everybody, I'm Brandon. And this is Apathetic Enthusiasm. Thank you so much for listening, downloading, and streaming, and however it is you listen to podcasts. However many different ways you listen to us. Sometimes sometimes different ways at the same time. So Yeah, like, like maybe you're like streaming it on one device while also downloading it on another device. Which I I don't may- want to discourage you from doing. We could really use yeah the downloads <laughs> yeah like oh maybe like they're, they're buffering it they're they're buffering <laughs> it as as they download it and stream it yeah that's a that's is that, how is that, that's how internet happens are they are they uh twitching us right now we we started yeah we did twitch it's mostly just you playing batman arkham knight <laughs> yeah just the, <laughs> just the the challenges yeah over and over again yeah um but anyway uh, here we are, not in the dark, hot garage that is your your garage. No, yeah, we we have it's a special show this week. <laughs> My wife and child are gone; they are in California. So what that means is that I've got free reign of the house, baby. <laughs> Let's podcast <laughs> in the dining room. Woo! Let's take advantage of actual. Uh, air conditioning <laughs> yeah oh it feels so good you guys can probably hear like a like a low hum in the background and, and that's fine because yeah. that's that means we're cool yeah and, and so long as you don't hear like nail marks on the the tile because your <laughs> dog will be rock, walking around yeah wow. and, and if I, you do you know whatever it's part of the ambiance it's, Just yeah get used to it. he's actually he's actually staring at us right now <laughs> he's like why are they? He, he's on the couch underneath the blanket and all you see like you don't see a snout you just see like his eyes and his bat ears <laughs> and he's shaming us from the couch <laughs> yeah. just like you nerds what are you doing over there uh, I'm um, gonna kill you. well if you uh if you want to get in touch with the show there are several ways that you can do that you can send us an email at apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com you can like us on facebook at facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show and of course there is our twitter at apathusiast um, you did a I'm, great. You did a, you did a great job of doing all of those today. Thank you. You you were too busy drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was yeah. I was too busy um, trying this crown maple. Yeah. And then making a funny face. Not a sponsor, by the way. Not Unless a, crown, if you want to sponsor the show, we'd we'll be happy to. If you're listening, guys, we have we have a vast listener base. <laughs> We can we can expand. both of the people listening would be happy to hear us pitch your product. We can expand your product to at least a a person, <laughs> maybe two, maybe two, 
maybe like one bottle or two at the most. <laughs> maybe like those two pe- those two people are sharing a bottle. Call us up. You know our contact info because I just said it all. So. Apthusiast. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, so today I wanted to talk a little bit about digital distribution sort of at large. Uh, it's sort of something that I've uh, been passionate about for a while. I, I think that it is the future of how we will receive media and how people will purchase media. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were there's some sort of news bullets that have come out in the last week or so that that make it seem like a good time to talk about. News bullets. News. News headlines. <laughs> New, uh, can we get can we get like a like a like a ticker <laughs> today? Um, news yes. on the march. <laughs> we we already did the uh, uh, what was that? What was that Netflix movie we watched? Uh, Running Man. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, Starship Troopers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Five meters. <laughs> Three meters. Uh, yeah, so. Many of you probably utilize digital distribution in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, uh, what, maybe you, to get podcasts. You might so. not even you might not even know it. <laughs> you it's might all not. around you. <laughs> it's the internet of <laughs> things. things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so digital distribution really kind of took off in the late '90s with uh, with music, and not always through a legal means. Yeah, legal. Uh, practice. I think the rise of, of music piracy really happened in the late 90s. Uh, you had, you know, Netflix was sort of, mo- oh, not Netflix, Napster. 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 The Napster. 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 Um, I don't know. Did you, I mean. I knew a guy. <laughs> His name was Nodnarb Zerk. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> Uh, and, and I know that he, you know, he downloaded a lot of songs, Yeah, you know, through, through Napster or LimeWire. I, I also had a friend who, who downloaded a lot of songs. Yeah. Um, are are you trying to think of your name backwards? (laughs) No, it's Dronum Sivart. (laughs) You know, the fact that we both have those on the ready is kind of weird, but, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it goes a little bit further than that. It goes, I mean, further back than that i mean even beyond music really because i remember probably you know in the mid 90s right aol yeah you, you, you know we you know we wanted we wanted some spank bank material you know in our youth <laughs> and you had to, you had to download you had to download pictures and stuff you know you you what were you running those days like like 56k Ooh, man i i i started i started smaller than that I know them feels, man. <laughs> I, I started much smaller than that, um, which is what my which is what my wife <laughs> is not saying. <laughs> She's like the reverse of that. So yes. I've seen I've I started with bigger than that. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I do remember like picking like a group of of tracks to download and like setting it are up. They, are these pictures? You're talking about porn pictures? No, I'm talking about music. Uh, there's this, it back there's this one she's just so <laughs> super cute you know it wasn't even about it wasn't even about the sex it was just you know i like the way she looked you know she had a, a, that hope in her eye you know no i don't no it i know she, i know she's gonna do great things <laughs> good I'm, I'm sure she's doing well now <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but yeah so did a little bit of music piracy back in the day and I think everybody kind of did once they figured it out because it was this this time when it was new and it was like, whoa, I can just get these songs on the internet. Yeah. No problem. No, who, I'm sure it's not super illegal to do this. I mean. What's, what's the worst? What, what's the worst going to happen? What are they going to do to me? And then the music industry flipped out. Yeah. And th- I think they all just kind of collectively tried to figure out how to meet this internet piracy thing head on so there's a lot of things came out either through like mp3.com and different things where it was like actual music companies that were trying to find a way to distribute mp3s on the internet yeah um but of course the big one that we all know about and still use probably to some extent would be itunes and that was back in 03 
I think. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know the history of iTunes. Yeah, I just. I just know that I probably have maybe two albums from iTunes. Yeah, I have. I have. Um, there will be blood soundtrack. All right. I have that, and I have. Uh, I have the. There's that one song that always like in Ren and Stimpy cartoons. Or it goes boom 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 You know that one? I do you know that song? I maybe if I heard the actual version. Oh man. You is that a challenge? No. That's guys clearly you have it in iTunes. Here I'm I'm putting in a five second clip here. The good thing about that is is um, it'll be on the podcast, but you still won't have any reference of <laughs> yeah, what it sounds it's like. Perfect. Oh, that song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course. No, I got it. Uh, um, yeah, no, I think it wasn't until I bought my first actual iPod, right, right. that I that I used iTunes with any kind of you know oh, intent. And even then, it wasn't. I was buying a lot of music through iTunes. It was that I was just using that as the software to manage my iPod. Yeah. So it was like, oh, these MP3s that I happen to have on my computer. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep those in iTunes, I guess, so I can put them on my iPod. Well, you know, uh, I, Nodnar was still downloading a bunch of music, right? And then he <laughs> he put all that on his i his iPod. I <laughs> love that Narb is part of the name. <laughs> uh. You know, so like over 500 songs downloaded and then put on the iPod. You just have to, you know, um, convert them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that was, that was no, it was no sweat. Yeah. The only the only problem that you run in, ran into is when you like you listen to a, a song for a long time and you're trying to tell somebody about it and you're like, this song by Billy Joel is amazing. <laughs> And I think like, you made this reference. Yeah, before yeah, yeah. The show. And like, that's not that's not Billy that's not Billy Joel. It's <laughs> that's uh, Frankie Valli. No, that's it's Billy it's Billy Joel. I know that for a fact. That guy's gonna be so mad that you burned him twice on the show. <laughs> as soon as he finds out that we have a podcast. No, Sizemore. He'll never he'll never listen. Oh, this it was, far. It was Sizemore. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is he still bitter that I'm podcasting with you? Still. Yeah. It, it, as soon as he meets you, he's gonna he's gonna break you in half. All right. Well, thanks for your support, <laughs> Mateo. Um, but yeah, so I think whether Nadnarb or, or, or anyone actually purchased their music through iTunes, I think it it became very well known as the legal way to download music. The legal beagle. Um, I think a lot of people used it and, and has have had a lot of success with it. Um, now we're seeing a new trend, um, with streaming music. So Spotify, which officially launched in 2009, but didn't really make it over to the States until a few years later. Right. We, and and who, who cares what it was doing outside of the United States, right? Right. Once it got here to America and we started using it. Um, I mean, it really changed a lot for me about how I feel about music and, and, and more so the ownership of music, right? Yeah. So I like listening to music. Um, I don't necessarily care whether or not I own it, per se. I'm So long as you have access to it. Exactly. Um, and I think that's why I initially decided to start using Spotify, was yeah. here is a bunch of music that I either already own or would like to own that I can spend, you know, a flat payment, you know, 10 bucks a month or whatever. Yeah. And access all of that plus anything else that I could possibly want to listen to. Right. Um, and then I don't have to store it myself necessarily. I can only download an album or two at a time for offline listening and Mm -hmm. then just kind of stream everything else that I want. I think that's for me much more convenient and it also works out a lot as far as music discovery goes right where oh you know here's a band i really like oh here's some other bands that are in that same genre yeah and instead of possibly risking money on buying their album or things like that i can be like oh yeah i'll just 
start yeah. playing it right now for the same price I already pay. And uh, I don't have I don't have an example ready for you, but I, there have been a couple bands where um, I, I heard them on like the radio, and so I, I want to listen to that. I want to listen to that band more, and so then I go to Spotify, and then you know I want to give them some money. Okay. Like, I want I want to I want to help support these guys a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do that. And, and as far as like the, the distribution of music, you're right about the, the access and not nec- not necessarily having to own it. I think for me, if I want to own music, then I go to an, like an old record store and get, get all the, the records that I want because then it comes with the artwork. It comes with the inserts. Like there's, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, we're, I guess we're getting away from the digital distribution, but there was, there was something tangible about like artwork uh, for albums back in the day, you know? Definitely. You know, and I think and I think that's a huge part of the whole conversation is that's something you, you kind of miss out on through digital distribution. And I, yeah. and I know that bands and, and production labels have tried to kind of meet that through digital, you know, art books or, or digital covers and all these things that they kind of try to package in when you purchase like um, an album on iTunes or something like that. You get... yeah. But really, I mean, here's, it's like here's here's a digital artwork. It's it, not it's not the same. It's not it's it's really it's not it's not the same at all because, yeah. Then you, all you do is you can go to Google Images yeah. and you can find that same digital artwork. The the exclusive video or whatever that's going <laughs> to come out, like you're going you're gonna find that on YouTube yeah, within the, a few there, weeks or something. There there's nothing tangible about it, and so that's why digital artwork doesn't doesn't really appeal to me same thing with like pre-orders for games and stuff like that yeah yeah uh i guess that's that'll we'll get to that eventually so (laughs) we're talking about streaming now right yeah and and we talked a couple weeks ago about apple trying to get their foot in the door with streaming music right we talked about apple music a little bit um they kind of ran into a little bit of (laughs) a snafu if you will, uh, a couple weeks ago where it, we, okay. So we talked about how Apple music is going to do a free three month trial. Yeah. Um, if you, if you sign up for it, the first three months are free. You can just try it out. Uh, Apple's initial decision was okay. So to the artist whose music they are going to use, mm-hmm. um, we are not going to pay you royalties for that three month trial period. Uh, okay. At, at first you can kind of make like the business decision, like understanding like, okay, well they're not making any money in those three months. So they're not going to pay any money forward. However, when you really think about it, like it's those musicians, their content, their, you know, right. Their artwork basically that is what is driving any, interest in the service really at its core yeah sure you can add a 24 7 radio station you can add weird connection tabs (laughs) and things like that but it's all the the stuff that artists are making that are even getting people to consider your your service um right it's like it's like hey let let me borrow your car for for three months (laughs) um and if it's if it's what i need then then i'll then i'll give you some money for gas (laughs) <laughs> Could you pay for the gas too? Like when you're bar- well, while I'm borrowing your, I car? just you know I'll we'll we'll see how we'll see how it goes <laughs> after three months. See if I give you any money for yeah. this. Maybe then we'll start paying you. Um, so yeah. So needless to say, there were an awful lot of artists and production companies that were very upset about this. Yeah. Um, Least of all, Miss Swift, Taylor, Ta- Ta- <laughs> not not Jonathan Swift. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I think it's uh, I think it's like a literary character, right? Okay, it's like Tom, uh, like, Tom Swift. I think it's like uh, Johnny Appleseed and yeah, Daniel Boone. Same guy. Daniel Boone was a man. <laughs> but but there's even, an, there's even an anime, better known. There's there's an Animaniacs episode that with with Daniel Boone in it. I don't know. I just I just wanted to play that. You just wanted to, and, and you had, just wanted to plug Animaniacs. Yeah, and yet and they're they're like singers. Uh, like actual singers in there and they're like Daniel Boone was a man a very very big man too and then eventually he gets really annoyed at the singers <laughs> uh, and uh, so he tells them to go away and then they 
then they just antagonize them. That's the way the Animaniacs roll. That's that's, that's how they. That's their mo. <laughs> that is that is their their mo. So yeah, so so Taylor Swift, well known throughout the land, not to uh, be confused with Jonathan's. Yes, <laughs> still <laughs> going around in circles. <laughs> uh, she wrote in an open worded letter. Is that an open letter? Just an open letter. That's an, o- an open, open le- a strongly worded, strongly worded open open letter. Open letter. Um, basically saying that she was not going to have her music on Apple music and that it was wrong for Apple to do this and not pay the artists almost immediately, uh, swiftly, if you will, but <laughs> Apple responded <laughs> by saying, you know what? We're going to pay artists for that three month introductory period, but we're not giving you a watch <laughs> that is right out. <laughs> no watch for you. No Taylor. watch. You buy your own watch. Um, <laughs> but no, so, uh, Taylor was very happy along with uh, a lot of in, indie uh, producers and, and, oh. and labels. Yeah, uh, They all kind of got back on board with Apple. Uh, I know Taylor Swift's newest album, which was, I think all of her music was pulled from Spotify. 1984? Yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah, Big Brother or something. What's it? I th- is that? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Whatever. All, all her music came over. Yeah, so George her, her, uh, Animal Farm came over her <laughs> album Animal Farm, uh, Slaughterhouse Five. <laughs> that's just, that's Vonnegut. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! Now you're just Jonathan Swifting this, man. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so if you if you really are a huge Taylor Swift fan, you're gonna want Apple Music instead of Spotify. Um, uh, you know, and and there there were some people who were critical of her. I don't know if you you read about that. How so? Uh, there were people critical of her, particularly uh, um, photographers and stuff like that, um, because she, uh, you know, in the in the contract for the photographers, it says uh, you can go ahead and reproduce these images as much as you want, but we're only paying you for the initial stuff. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. and then we can do with it what we will. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of these photographers, they were calling her out like. Well, you're you're being kind of a hypocrite if you're saying like, uh, you're not going to pay me for my music for three months. Why can't? But you're telling us that you're not going to pay us after we take the pictures. Yeah, and I, as as a bit of an artist myself, working working in graphics a little bit, I think that whole argument as far as what you know something you create, what value that has, and how you will be paid for that artwork mm-hmm. uh it can be vastly different across different media so yeah. you know artists want to be paid you know per time the song is played now in these streaming services um whereas like a person that draws a picture or does the album artwork they got paid once to do that <laughs> album artwork yeah you know that yeah. album artwork shows up every time you play a song maybe may- maybe like a certain percentage per album maybe That's- that would be a great contract if you could get paid for like every time huh. the album cover showed up on well, like a streaming device. Well, you know, like uh, in animation, right? Um, you know, my father-in-law, you, you know, my he's animation, right? I know. I know. Uh, and we're gonna try to get him for an interview one of these days. One day. Um, but one uh, day when we actually get up the doll uh, <laughs> to go do it. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, uh, but you know, he still gets he still gets royalties for his show. You know, yeah. Well, I'm, you know, I mean, but I mean, you know, they're minimal. Sure. And 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 my wife gets royalties for like the one. But those fractions of a penny, every, every <laughs> transaction just keep adding up. It's. Uh, she was in SAG, right? Screen Actors Guild. <laughs> uh, and she, in order to get money, get money for the royalties, she had to be a part of SAG. Okay. And. The royalties weren't enough to <laughs> cover the cost of being in SAG. Exactly, it's, it's expensive to be in SAG. Look, we're getting away, f- we're getting away from it. Like you I'm just what? saying, royalties, like the the value of an artist's work. Yeah, and and I think what I like about these streaming services is it is a legal and legal um, beagle. It's it's a nice way to get access to a lot of music and still try to at least fairly compensate artists. I, I know they're not going to make the same that they did maybe in other times, but it's still still a good way to do it. 
Yeah. Do you do you think there's any real like future for the the purchase per album, purchase per song sort of of format that we've seen either both in record stores as well as like iTunes and things like that. I mean, even Apple is sort of stepping away from the old format and kind of embracing this new streaming service. Do do you think that's the way that the future for music distribution, or do you think there's always going to be uh, that buy my album sort of thing? With digital distribution of music, I think that they they're obviously they've they've gone really since the advent of the MP3. Uh, they've gone away from you know hard copy albums being anything to to purchase, right? Yeah, and I mean you still see them; they're they're around. Yeah. but I just like I can't remember the last time I just went out and bought an album. Uh, the last time I bought an album was at a record store, and I bought uh, a Super Tramp. Breakfast in America. Okay. Right. Um, and then, uh, I, I hate to, I hate to admit this, but I was at the mall and I, I went into a hot topic, right? Oh no. Uh, well, is this story from this year want, or was this like two decades ago? No, this is from like a month ago. She wanted a new nose ring, right? All right. So she's like, where can I get a, probably a hot topic. Fair enough. Uh, so, so I'm walking through and they had, um, a couple Fugazi albums in there, like the actual vinyl. And a couple of Bad Religion. I was like, I saw Pennywise. Yeah. Ah, man, you know what? I want to buy these. I didn't, but, you know, I wanted yeah. to. I think there's I think there's that nostalgic sort of thing about vinyl. That yeah. Even, even newer artists and, and newer albums that if they if they put it out on vinyl, it's kind of like, you know what? This is a little bit more tangible. Right. You know, something I can yeah. really hold. And, and the, uh, about the per song. Uh, for a long time, there was this song by Ace called "How Long," uh, and I, it was on Spotify. And I always had it in my my playlist. And one day, I'm going through that that old '70s playlist, and I'm like, I haven't heard "How Long." Where where is "How Long"? Has it been? Has it been since I've heard <laughs> "How Long"? Uh, and and they they took it off. I don't know why they took it off. So I really wanted to hear this song. And I really wanted it to be a part of my library. So I went to iTunes and then I just got that one song. Yeah. Paid 99 I, cents for it. There you go. I, th- I think that's sort of a stopgap, you know, thing that will exist for a while. As long as there are artists that pull music out of streaming services and things like that. Yeah. But over overall, I feel like if, if, artists can be fairly compensated through a streaming service. I think I'm going to see a lot more people sort of jumping on with that yeah. personally. And it always just depends on what that artist thinks is fair. Yeah. You go, go tour your mileage. Your, your mileage may vary. Fair enough. Um, all right. Move, moving on from music. I want to talk a little bit about other forms of digital distribution. Um, obviously this has become very popular for TV and music or TV and movies. Um, I, iTunes branched out and started selling TV shows and movies through iTunes. Um, we, uh, you can go buy movies and stuff that way if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but really the big company in digital distribution for TV and movies is Netflix. Um, which I think there are times when I forget that Netflix didn't start out. As like just internet <laughs> streaming, yeah. Like I used to receive red envelopes in the mail from that company. Yeah. Um, we and- uh, we we started with Netflix, right? Um, and we're we're getting like two discs, two discs, like two two at a time. So many, so many. Uh, that's and- that's the way you did it, right? Because then you could send one back while you had the the other one and watch that one. But what, what and then you kind of get a cyclical, I and guess. there was there was there was kind of a controversy back then because Netflix did the throttling, the the, the actual you know physical distribution of throttling. So they would um, they would prioritize new use new customers for like those new releases. Okay. So so new new release would come out, and if you'd been a customer with Netflix for a while, they would prioritize the newer customers. So you'd be like, I have to wait. Two weeks to get <laughs> He-Man. I don't know. I'm just picking the yeah. He-Man. Um, so, uh, so we actually switched to Blockbuster before that went under because they were doing like a 
they were doing the mail-in, but you could also go to a Blockbuster. Back when they actually existed. Yeah, and like just drop it off. So you get one in the mail, or you, and then you could just drop it off at your local Blockbuster. I, th- I think I did the same thing for a little while because I was like, hey, I can... You know, I can go get in-store rentals because yeah. that's still, like, a thing. That's, that's still a thing. <laughs> and, um, yeah, now, I mean, the, how far have we come that now not only do I not go into a store to rent my movies, nor do I get them online. I just I just turn on my Apple TV and, and hit play. <laughs> I, just, like, I just turn on the Internet. And it's also funny to me, shout out to anyone that, that wore the blue polo and worked in a blockbuster video because I salute you. Y- you know, the fact that your job has basically been replaced by a kiosk in front of a convenience store <laughs> that I can, I could go swipe my card and get a blu-ray out of a red box. Like we're, it's a future man. It's you know, amazing. You know, uh, I had an aspiration when I was younger to own a video store. <laughs> so glad, so glad it, they went under before I got my <laughs> no. business degree. Now, now that aspiration is just like restocking red box kiosks in the greater Hawaii area. Uh, like no, my, now my aspiration is going uh, and just finding out where all the old abandoned blockbusters are. They're like frozen yogurt shops now or something. <laughs> um, Pink swirls. But yeah, so so Netflix is, is sort of doing an interesting thing with digital distribution, especially with uh, sort of new movies and, and new TV series, they've really gotten into original content a little bit. Yeah. So now Sense we're eight. So it's uh, good. So, um, they they have had a lot of really good original series to debut on Netflix. Um, House of Cards is sort of a, a huge yeah. favorite. Orange is a new Orange is a new black. Uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So and then they're also kind of getting into some feature length stuff and yeah. just trying a lot of different things. Um, it's also really interesting. I mean, it's Netflix isn't the only game in town. You've got Hulu, you've got Amazon prime. Yeah. Um, and you know, the, the difference between those services, I mean, especially for me when I'm like in a class, like sometimes Netflix doesn't have the movie I want to watch and then I'll have to go over to Hulu plus and Hulu plus will have like all the criterion collection, yeah. old foreign movies Ooh. and stuff like that. Um, and then Amazon Prime is over there, kind of like, hey, look at us. Hey, we, we got you, stuff too. You buy all your other stuff from us. Why not movies? <laughs> yeah, uh, um, yeah. I I think one of the the most interesting things to me in the in the realm of movies is a lot of like independent films or sort of smaller budget movies that will get a theatrical release, maybe a limited theatrical release, mm-hmm. but then they will also go straight to digital in the same day yeah so so you kind of have this option oh i can if it's playing in a theater near me i can go see it but the people that are distributing that film are also like you know how you're gonna get a lot more people to see your movie make it available on yeah itunes or something vod that you know vimeo that same day um Uh, which is kind of awesome that's how we watch world of world of tomorrow world of tomorrow and uh uh my wife and i watched baba duke the day of that's about the giant saint bernard or the <laughs> giant uh, great dane right yeah that's that's the one <laughs> God, Baba that's, Duke. that's such a running joke for us <laughs> like not necessarily on the podcast but we've been making that joke for way too long so so um, long. how long has it been going on i don't know how long have you lived here that was like one of the first <laughs> things from when you moved. anyway hey, moving hey, on. anyway um so yeah the other the other big thing in the in digital distribution is video games so, so I've been telling people about this. I've been telling people about this service for probably last couple of months. Okay. And nobody, nobody listens to me. And it, it wasn't until you got an Xbox One. Yes. Oh, I mean, before that, you didn't care. Hey, which update. I know the last episode, we talked a little bit about how I was looking forward to an Xbox One. Uh, Father's oh. Day happened. Uh, spoiler. And Sorry. Sweet Biscuits. <laughs> I got an Xbox One, guys. Sweet Biscuits. <laughs> Uh, shout out to my wife who was awesome. She did get me an Xbox one and I have been paying way less attention to my we, family and other loved ones. We, we know, we know you're listening, you know? And so we just want from, from my heart, I want to say thank you sincerely. Cause we've had a lot of multiplayer going on <laughs> since then. Um, but yeah, so, yeah. all right. So, so the, ser- got an Xbox the service, one. it's, 
it's EA, Electronic Arts. They have this digital distribution service called EA Access. And what it is is you can pay four ninety nine a month or $30 for the year. Which is way better value, by the way. Way better value. And what it is is they have the EA Vault. And in this EA Vault, you have uh, um, like Madden 15, Madden 50, I guess, or something like that. 25, Madden 25. They had Madden 25, but yeah. they also have Madden 15 in there. Okay. Uh, but like NHL 15, NBA Live 15, FIFA 15, Peggle 2, a Battlefield 4, Titan Titanfall's Falls in there now. Just a, just a, a bunch of games. There's a Need for Speed game in that, there, that's our, which ri- I downloaded and rivals and haven't played yet. Don't think I'm going to play much. <laughs> uh, but what it is is, you, you pay this thirty dollars for the year, and you can download those games, and then just and just play them. You don't own them necessarily, but you you have them and you have access to them to, to play. And when you think about it, it's a lot like Spotify, right? Yeah. So Spotify, I pay. Uh, a monthly rate and I have access to listen to all those songs and the experience that I get from listening to those songs is the same, whether I own them or whether I'm streaming them per se. Yeah. Same thing with EA access. Okay. I I'm going to pay you $30 a year and for the same price as one of those games right now, if I bought it off of Amazon or something like that, I can play all of those games as much as I want. There's no, there's no like, time limit on a game it's the same experience for me as if as if i went out and purchased it myself right the only difference is if i stop paying ea those games go away but realistically if i drop 30 dollars for the year like i'm probably going to be done playing those games within a year anyway yeah we covered what's coming out in november (laughs) and like october of this year like i'm i will be moving on to other content yeah um and the, the thing is you pay thirty dollars. Say you, you you went to GameStop and you were thinking about getting Titanfall, right? Yeah. Uh, and it was like fifteen dollars in the bargain bin or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Um, you know. So instead, instead of paying fifteen dollars, twenty dollars, whatever, you you're like, let me put thirty dollars down. You can play Titanfall as much as you want, and then you're like, uh, NHL fifteen, for example, it, that's on there. You would never buy that game on your own. Not a chance. Uh, there's a there's a UFC fighting game. Oh yeah, that's, that's part right. of the vault, and it's like I w- I would never go out and be like, yeah, I want to get some some mixed martial arts <laughs> for the Xbox One. Uh, but with the service, you have full access like, to it. I will probably play that. You, you in, can try in a moment of of desperation, and you don't actually. And just like discovering new music, you might discover a game that you actually enjoy playing. That's a really good point. Yeah. So, uh, that, that said, if you have like a next gen console and you care, if you like, so if you like sport games, but you're not like, I need the latest and greatest Madden. If you're cool with last year's Madden, check out EA access, like do yourself a favor. Hey, I'm not sure that it's available for PS4. I'm not, I'm not sure it's available for it. I, go, if you have a PS4, go check it. And see if it is. If it's not, I'm sorry. Go get an Xbox. But one. If, but if you do have a PS4, like I do now, hey, oh, I can see it. It's right. It's right there. It's still in the box. I haven't opened it up. I just want to say a special thank you to to my wife <laughs> for for giving me a PS4. I'm glad we thank our wives on here when they <laughs> they probably don't listen. She, at all. She's so amazing. Uh, do we we didn't tell the story about it? Did we? Did... Well, okay. So you opened the last show with that you owned all the next gen consoles. Oh, but so we knew the last, cause it happened like 24 hours beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it was kind of an awkward situation where it was just like, yeah, I mean, long story short, my wife would rather me buy a PS4 than a broom. Bada bing, bada boom. But that's, that's it. it. That's it. Your wife's awesome. Good job. Okay. Um, we can just go ahead and sweep that story under the rug. Hey, Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So digital distribution in games, EA access is a good example, but I mean, this has been going on. You guys have to on PCs for like a decade. Uh, steam is like the best way in my opinion to get games. Yeah. There's a problem with steam digital distribution. Also humble bum hun, humble bundle does hum- it as well. Yeah. Uh, there's also a good old, Good old games, GOG.com. Yeah. They do, they do as well. Origin. 
Yeah, even even just like uh, like Blizzard. Blizzard will digitally dis- distribute all of their games. Yeah, really. you can just buy them through their Battle.net. Or and and, like and if you have um, um, an old game from Blizzard, like I have, you know, my old StarCraft CDs with the CD keys, mm-hmm. you can go on to uh, Blizzard's website. You know, register. Use that CD key, and then it gives you a digital copy of the game. Yeah, no, I I've utilized some of that stuff for like when I've like switched computers and things like that. Yeah, and like you can still get old copies of your games and stuff that way. Yeah, so I awesome. have like seventy, I because I, I kept rebuying StarCraft, so I have <laughs> I have a bunch of <laughs> CD keys. So uh, unnecessary. So head out to Twitter and uh, and hashtag we'll, Apathusiast, and, and we'll, we'll give, give a, you a StarCraft <laughs> CD key. <laughs> Can't promise that. Um, first one to do it. I mean, I mean we'll, we'll give you a key. It, it might not work. <laughs> it probably won't work. It'll just be a random, Seven, random number of. <laughs> it's not even the right number of characters for the CD key. <laughs> Is there a niner in there? Asterisk. Uh, <laughs> what, what number is that? <laughs> it's the umlaut. Uh, um, yeah. So, I mean, digital distribution, I think, is great for games. It. It makes so much sense because they can update games. They can dish out additional content. It's so many of the games that we play are already online. So it's just this great kind of, um, I, I mean, I've owned my Xbox one for almost a week now. Yeah. I've, I've yet to put an actual disc in it because all the games that I'm playing, all the games that I've tried out are all downloaded directly from Xbox live. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, the the other good thing about uh, digital dis- distribution in that respect is, like, Batman came out on Tuesday, mm. and um, I didn't want to go to the store. I didn't want to have to like, the, the lazy part of me didn't want to go to a store <laughs> and pick up a a hard copy of the disc. I wanted to be able to play it right when I got home that day. So in the morning, I woke up, I bought the game, started the download. And when I got back home, it was just ready to play. It was just right there. So good. So good. So uh, good. I guess, I mean, there's... there's um, The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that was going to... It was supposed to go somewhere. You're going somewhere with that. But yeah. it didn't work out. Okay. Um, so, so what do you think about the future of digital distribution? I mean, is this... Are we going to start getting all of our content this way? Is Is, is there any hope for discs or drives or records i mean do you think it's just a nostalgia sort of thing or is is there any real purpose for for getting hardware with our media content well maybe uh, i don't know maybe not discs you know but uh there's always gonna be some you're always gonna need some kind of hard media you know you're gonna need you're you're gonna need maybe it won't be a thumb drive in the future. Maybe it won't be a terabyte backup hard drive in the future, or you know, the um, a a big ass, uh, you know, storage drive with RAID zero on it. So okay, so let me let you bring that up. Let me ask you if if you had the option of taking, you know, whatever media you have stored on a on a personal hard drive. Yeah. And and someone offered to store that for you in the cloud, and just you had access to it from whatever device you wanted that had an internet connection, and you could just play it from there, and you didn't have to worry about storage for it. the the cloud The cloud is a wonderful idea, um, and it, especially if you don't know how to store your own sh- stuff. Sure. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, nice catch. Yeah, but. I think it's important to maintain control of, of y- your, your life, I guess, so to speak okay. digitally. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I have my backup hard drives and I, I store all my pictures and yeah, no. And I'm, I'm with them. you on, on like your actual, the stuff you've created and things like that. The only concern oh. I have is like someday when I do finally just say, all right, I'm done with Facebook. <laughs> uh, all your pictures are like gone. Facebook. Can you, I'll I'll give you I'll give you like thirty bucks, you you buy a, you buy a you buy a thumbstick, you just put all my put all my stuff on there and send it to me. Send me all the weird default pictures <laughs> that I've cycled through over the last decade, and 
my Just my American Gothic. Send those right over. <laughs> All right, there it is. There it is, American Gothic. <laughs> Um. All right. So, I guess, I guess I guess we've kind of beaten this this horse to death. Yeah. Uh. Let's let's. You know, I, I'm just gonna say the last last. I promise this is gonna be the last. Was my obligatory cough? <laughs> you have one every every. I, I choked a couple back, but that's the one. You guys don't even know. I there's there's always at least one edit of me getting rid of his coughing i'm leaving it in just so you guys know there's usually like at least one you miss though (laughs) too that like late on monday i'm like brandon you freaking you missed you missed an edit yeah this Uh, is that one but anyway so the last point i wanted to bring up was you know we're moving forward things are digitally now you know it's not 1985 sure it's not but you know what is 1985 Marty McFly. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, the other thing that we want to talk about in this episode. Hoverboards. Hoverboards. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's Is that a, a real thing? It's a future. It's a real thing. Is that a real it's thing? It's real. You know why I know? Because it's not on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Well. And that makes it real. Yeah. In my in my world. I saw my I saw, 2015 world. I saw a talking grill who grants wishes on YouTube. <laughs> don't plug your own home <laughs> movies on this podcast. We've already mentioned Matt Sizemore. We don't we don't need to plug those, <laughs> we, those we, dirt movies you guys made. We don't want to boost his ego. He doesn't listen. That's okay. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Sizemore. If um, you guys want if you guys want to see that video, check us out on YouTube. <laughs> Barbecue Wish Grill. <laughs> I can't recommend it, um, but I have seen it. Yeah, so which is better than half the movies we talk about I on this podcast. Uh, but yeah, so Lexus came out with a a little bit of viral advertising this week, where uh, they are promoting a hoverboard that they developed. Twenty uh, fifteen is the the year of Back to the Future two. Um, there's a lot of talk about oh all the things that we're seeing in back to the future 2 and the future that we don't have now hoverboards being sort of that sort of that main like why can't we why can't we crack this nut right let's let's right. let's get some let's get some floating skateboards happening well i'm i'm still kind of waiting for jaws 30 or whatever it was <laughs> they they've <laughs> kind of fallen off since that like yeah not a lot of jaws movies coming out since uh, the late 80s early 90s yeah that's right so that's right we're not we'll, we'll have a jaws special some other time but, but not not today not not this episode <laughs> um so yeah so uh lexus of all companies came out with this uh teaser mm-hmm. where it's i mean it's basically just a, a shot of a guy's feet riding a skateboard and then some sweet just electronic music drops in as he as he steps off of his skateboard i'm just giving you backup you're just you're just you're just giving me the backup music yeah yeah yeah. keep going no no oh you're the music i'm the music um so he walks over to what is a floating somewhat smoking uh hoverboard that is sitting about half an inch above the the ground and just as he's as he's about to step onto it video cuts and and that's all we see that's all um why do you think people are so eager to make a hoverboard i mean is it really just back to the future i mean is that is that it i don't know i maybe it's just you know the the challenge being like uh, this probably isn't ever gonna be a real thing okay yeah maybe you know i i don't know you know back to the future brought it up and people are like you know what all those probably the the people who work for Lexus, they're like, they were kids and they watched the film. Like, I want to do that. Yeah, I I want to, I want to <laughs> zip around. On a this is my Let's life's work. <laughs> I am gonna make a a damned hoverboard. It's it's just so amazing to me that if you like search like hoverboards or like like real hoverboards, yeah, there are a lot of companies, a lot of people that are dedicating a lot of time and resources into making real hoverboards. Yeah. Like that's 
there there are diseases we could be curing people. <laughs> uh, er, 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 and you can imagine like the people who are testing out like the hoverboard prototypes and stuff like that. Uh, you've seen the Rocketeer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when they're like doing like showing like the old school video of like people testing out different <laughs> types of rockets, and then like people are like just crashing into the ground yeah. and catching on fire. Right, sure. Same as, thing with the as hoverboards. One, as one tends to do. People are catching on fire with hoverboards. Um, yeah. So you know, good luck. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, um, so so I want to talk a little bit about the a little bit not not too much about the technology, the suspected technology in this hoverboard, and sort of how people are trying to to make hoverboards a real thing. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to sound on the final cut, but. Um, I just want to say for yeah. everyone out there that's making a hoverboard, don't do it. Back to the Future Two oh. is not like a deadline, guys. <laughs> you have more time. Uh, Mattel is not going to brand and sell at retail of forever. Which, by the well, way, well, Nike came out with those shoes. They did. They did come out with those <laughs> shoes. Every everybody's just loves Back to the Future. What can I say? Yeah. Um, was the hoverboard originally? In Back to the Future 2, it was like a scooter, right? Yes. And then he broke the like handles off of it and used it like a skateboard. Yeah, that's right. So maybe, guys, that's that's what you're missing. Yeah, you know what? Because you just, you just got to throw some handles on there. Because the handles give it stability. It's practically a segue. <laughs> We're halfway there, guys. Um, but no, how this hoverboard supposedly is supposed to work is through the use of magnets. Mother effing magnets. Yeah. How do um, they work? So they use... And there's a leaked photo of the skate park that Lexus is going to use in the video for this hoverboard uh, being built with this magnetic track going through it. Uh, It's basically a steel rail through the track. And then what the hoverboard is are these superconductor magnets Mm -hmm. that are cooled with liquid nitrogen. Sure. And that allows them to sit on this magnetic field and basically not move just hover above it um and then if you you know kind of pump along and and start some momentum yeah. it will continue along that that track as long as there's uh something magnetic to to bounce off of and it will hover yeah uh there's there's a video like a youtube video that was out for a while that just showed like a little disc um that was being cooled it was a superconductor and they showed it kind of running around on this this bed of magnets same idea I, I maybe we'll find a link for the description or something like that yeah yeah i um i was talking i was talking to my friend at work and i do actually have friends at work um, you heard it you here know, first. you're not the only one you heard it here first folks. <laughs> um but uh you know we were talking about the the video and he was saying you know because he he's a he's a skater so um He's like, I mean, how heavy does it have to be? Like, you know, kicking off. Do it, you? I mean, you won't be able to. You won't really be able to ollie. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't see a lot of kickflips happening with the hoverboard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, other than just like, getting around. Yeah, it's more of just a floating above the ground. Right. When I was in high school, I lived up. I lived up on top of a hill about a mile and a half uh, down was my high school. And so I would ride my skateboard to school and to stop. It was, you know, fairly easy because I would just use my back foot and just like drag it on the, on the ground to slow me down. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know how they would do that for the hoverboard because there's not, there's not that there's not a lot of friction going on, so to speak. Ideally there would be no friction going on. Well, yeah. Ideally, I mean, yeah. ideally, communism works. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, slow down. Um, das Vidanya. <laughs> yeah, so I've seen uh, there was another company that was working on another hoverboard that was a much more awkward looking than the Lexus version. Uh-huh. Um, but again, it was sort of this use of powerful magnets on a metal platform and they just kind of hovered use that magnetic field as the 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 way to keep it above the ground yeah 
all great until you want to ride a hoverboard somewhere that doesn't have, you know, steel embedded <laughs> in the ground. At which, which, listen, we all know hoverboards don't work on water. Okay, we all know. I mean, everyone except Marty McFly, that butthead, oh, doesn't know. Ah, uh, yeah. Make like a tree, <laughs> get out of here. Uh, um, yeah. So I don't. I'm looking forward to seeing the full video that Lexus puts out of this hoverboard actually working, actually being ridden. Um, I would wouldn't mind trying to ride a hoverboard on this pre-designated track, whatever. I think it'd be a lifelong dream fulfilled for me. Huh. Um, but that said, uh, it's yeah. not really the hoverboard that we've kind of imagined our whole lives. Yeah. I mean, I would almost rather just buy a skateboard. Yeah. Or, <laughs> uh, like... it's really popular online right now. Um, there are these like two wheeled, um, like Segway type things yeah. that where you like, you lean on it and you just kind of like lean forward and it like rolls along the ground. Yeah. Those things are pretty sweet. I would, <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting one of those. <laughs> um, if J.R. Smith has one. Now, now I know, now I know what to get you for your birthday. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, so guys, let us know what you think. Are you excited for the hoverboard future? Are are you or are you kind of upset that it's just a way that Lexus is going to try to advertise for one of their upcoming cars, and they probably won't ever even actually produce one? Or um, or, or do you think right now, give it a couple years and let them really really refine the design? Now, why aren't the good folks at Razor Scooters? more heavily invested i don't i mean they they made such a quality product i don't for know so much of our lives you know the, these are the unanswered questions <laughs> that lexus really has to i mean they're already in the scooter industry <laughs> the yeah. hoverboard is a scooter well Let's, i mean they're, you're halfway there halfway razor. there come on razor um all right guys so so that that's what we've got there let us know what you think um you know shoot us shoot us a text email <laughs> yeah. hit uh, us up on snapchat facts um, <laughs> um what uh, we want to just go ahead and plug in um, one of the things we're going to be doing for next week. I don't know if you guys knew this, um, but Terminator Genesis, Genesis. comes out. Sega. Genesis. And uh, my wife is still out of town, so I will be going to the movie theater by myself again to see this movie. Oh, well, which, now, which reminds let's me. slow down. Holy crap. My family will still be in town, so maybe I will do my best to come with you. <laughs> Um, we should, we should, should I happen. that, that reminds me actually, sorry, we do have one last thing to talk about. Uh, we do this a lot on the show where we, we talk about a show or a movie and then we don't actually finish or review it, follow through, actually see it even. So, in our, like that. so in our very first episode, we talk about Jurassic world and then it came out like a month ago <laughs> It's been a, it's been a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I finally saw it. Travis hasn't seen it, but I, I saw. I'm, go, it. I'm going this weekend. Actually. Oh, okay. Hashtag date date night. It's uh it's it's not terrible. Really, the last 15 minutes is what makes the the movie. That's it. Just the last 15 <laughs> minutes. The, Quality review. There, <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to go into a whole review, but there's there's a whole. There's a whole like weaponization of dinosaurs kind of subplot going on, and the the characters are kind of, I, I they're not very believable. They shoehorn a romance in there. Um, the 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 kids the 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 two brothers that are in <laughs> two brothers <laughs> two brothers uh, the two brothers that are in the movie like they're actually they're actually good and I uh, I like their relationship throughout the the movie because. The older brother, he's like, he doesn't care. He's like the, I just want to check out chicks. Yeah. Like, oh, my little brother's embarrassing me. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so that, that's good. But other than that, the characters kind of are, are crappy. All right. Uh, dinosaurs are cool. Last 15 minutes. Worth. Worth it? Worth it. So so overall, do you recommend this film to I, other people? I do. Now that it, it's been out and millions of people have gone and seen it. Uh, generally, people say that it's better than two and three. Oh, yeah, um, there you go. 
I will agree. I do like two until it gets to San Diego. And then I'm like, nope. Nobody likes San Diego. <laughs> Nobody likes San Diego. Uh, especially not the Chargers, which is why they're moving back to LA. You get Yeah, all right. That's our show. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh there probably won't be an episode twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> Slice throat. <laughs> Uh, everyone, thanks for listening. If you like the show, please do us a favor and go rate and comment. It really helps us out. Uh, otherwise, that's, that's it. it. We'll talk to you next week. I'm Travis. Hey, and I'm Brandon. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. We'll see you. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you later. Good job. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.